Previously on Coming Out of the Cosmic Closet. So this massive energy pours in and then my head drops and then it just picks up and then this big booming voice came out of me and was like, we are here and we're here to like change the planet. And when something like that happens, how do you even believe that it's happening? Everyone has a special gift. Mine? the circle of light. They speak through me and they're here to assist the planet's evolution to a more enlightened space. And for some reason, they chose me, a raunchy comedian, to be their vessel. I used to be secretive about my ability, but now it's time to come out of the cosmic closet and you should too. My name is Georgia Jean and these are my crazy stories. Hey, all you wild and wacky explorers of cosmic consciousness and those of you who are just a little bit curious, maybe a little bit cynical still, maybe a little bit nervous. I'm glad you've joined us because that's what this show is about. Coming out of the cosmic closet, making an open discussion about what all this metaphysical, non-physical, multidimensional ego-busting, mind-breaking cosmic stuff is. And in this episode, we're going to be picking it up from where we left off at the end of episode three, which is all about trusting practitioners in this field, in this work. In this episode, we're going to talk about how you develop trust with your own abilities and gifts as they're opening up and what I had to do and what I had to kind of go through to believe that this circle of light shenanigans talking through me was a legit thing and not me just being completely delusional and crazy and uh, whatever else you might want to project onto me about that. So we're going to pick it right back up. This is me, George Jean, CircleEvolution.com, chatting away with Melissa Rutigliano of TheMilesLab.com. Let's go. I get why people are, would be nervous. And, I mean, I'm just, we said, like, Labradorian enthusiasm, mm-hmm. which hasn't always, like, you know, I've got myself into a little bit of trouble every now and then for being just very open and enthusiastic, like at the comedy store, like at, you know, mm-hmm. different things where I was just like, yeah, let's do this and just yeah. open up and go for it. But that was cool. Like, I, so I had a lot of excitement. My roommate, I had a couple of roommates at the time, one who I mentioned was very psychic, very, very, very psychic girl, way more than me, like naturally just mm. boom, psychic. And But she was very resistant to it. Sure. And she had way more like creepy experiences with it because of that. Oh, so she, So she had, it's like anything energetically, what, yeah. what you resist kind of persists, you yeah. know, like if you're fighting something, it usually will go into that egoic negative projection so So she was getting i'm like channeling the archangels like just having these kind of beautiful experiences Mm -hmm. and you know even while you're still trying to figure out if it's even real she's having like dead people jump into her car um Mm. the house was you know a bit haunted like she had she she was a lot more terrorized by her 
initial experiences with, and not that the dead people were like going, you know, but But just. That was her natural reaction to begin with. It was a natural reaction to resist that that process. And, Mm. you know, there's a lot of talk about that. There's like sort of we have our past life memories of being like burned as witches and all that kind of stuff can feed into that resistance that having abilities Mm. can equal being persecuted, being. You know, even like some of the stuff that I talk about, like why am I coming out? Because I'm aware that there's people who are going to, and I just hope it's not within my circle, mm-hmm. but that there, there there will be haters. Like mm-hmm. I don't care that much about the, you know, the general public in that sense because right. it's more important for me to help people. Yeah. But even just, you know, having. Your peers. Your peers your or friends yeah. be, be like, mm, or just not accept you. It's just feeling of not being accepted is yes. never a good feeling. Right. You know, we never like that sort of icky, you know, bit of rejection, you know, yeah. of, of our beingness. Mm-hmm. But I think, you know, of course, people have had it way worse in, you know, these other times when, you know, people were burned at stakes, they were sacrificed. Like. Yeah. So, so there is a lot of energetic trauma memory around opening up abilities and, as you actually open up, because the job is to clear the channel, mm-hmm. you do have to kind of process that stuff. Mm-hmm. So even for me, if I'm consciously, so we like we were all opening up in the house at the same time, and I'm like, this is great, let's do magic-y stuff. And my roommate was like, stop doing it in the living room. And, but we had a lot of um, a lot of uh, emotion came up. So on the one hand, you've got um, these beautiful high frequencies coming in, but at the same time, all the fear, all the anger, all mm. the suppressed rage, yeah. all of this other stuff is yeah. coming out. And and I didn't had I had no guidance about what to expect from this phenomena, which is something that happened. And I was like, well, of course I'm going to be fine now. Of course I'm going to be. You know, the spirits are looking after me. La la la. You know, everything will be good and having these kind of experiences. But then, like then, like my roommate and I would get into a fight about me being magical in the in the living room with some friends, and she's just like traumatized because the energy for her was too much. Right. Yeah. You know, yeah. she was like, oh, "Stop it!" Yeah, yeah, I get that. Yeah. So it was hard, and different personalities are gonna you know, relate to it better. Mm-hmm. So I am an introvert extrovert with plenty of extrovert and she, would, I think, is more of an introvert. So yeah. just being more out there is is a challenge. So so that was you, you're kind of going through this process of clearing the channel, reconciling your reality now, which is different. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think I've told you the story that I, you know, I would be, because I was still, like, it didn't suddenly solve every problem I had. Yeah. Like, you know, my my money issues didn't go away instantly overnight. It wasn't this just, oh, I'm suddenly, I mean, I was sort of vibrating on a different level, but not all of me, and we'll get into all of that. There was still plenty of stuff for me to work through over many years. Yeah. And so I would be in the morning channeling, like, uh, you know, Archangel Michael and having this oh, experience. And then at night I'd be like on some catering job. I remember <laughs> like being channeling Archangel Michael in the morning, picking up squashed grapes off the ground at Tori Spelling's wedding. 
legit. <laughs> Three o'clock in the morning. Like they didn't want any dirt in the garage where we had set up the catering. And I'm like <laughs> picking up the squash scrapes of oh, the ground. It's beautiful. I love it. <laughs> Just been serving this like opulent, you know, wedding with all the 90210 people. Like <laughs> It's crazy when you're like, how could I be, you know, freaky frequencying out with the, yeah. the high consciousness beings, but I'm still like a dirt bag yeah, <laughs> catering by night. Yeah. But it's a very humbling process, yeah. you know, and I think that really is it, you know, you can't mm. not. Um, so, yeah, so the self-clearing and, oh, there's like a, a whole, yeah, like we, the girl that I had uh had this event with we were kind of like is right is this really you know we were very like is this really happening because we we were sort of going well if this is really happening we should be getting like some really cool information you know not being as I said before just like the Abraham you know Hicks covers band kind of going the law of attraction being positive (laughs) just like churning out other people's materials yeah Yeah. (laughs) just like the hacky comic, you know, stealing people's bits and, you know. So we were really – and so because if something big like this happens and on some level the beings are saying come in and help this shift of consciousness, which we know we've got to get to that more, you feel like this big thing is happening mm-hmm. and it is a matter of like, yeah, am I giving up my old life to walk this path mm-hmm. and can I really – believe and trust in this and you kind of are more dramatic about it at that time it's like oh, I must sure. do the work of spirit yeah <laughs> spirit has called me to you know, don't know what it means to be I'm in going. service you yeah. know and there will be a retreat center of course <laughs> I was like there'll be a retreat center and you know I'll just be whatever and look who knows maybe one day there will be but so so the tr- building the trust in this phenomenon of being real is big but then you got to be real like realistic and so my friend and I were like all right and testing is one of the worst things you can do with any if you're going to a psychic or anybody if you mm-hmm. have a testing kind of energy yeah it's very you know it's totally not conducive for the channels to be open yeah, for things to that. happen yeah, you yeah. know and that's the, the big struggle with skeptics but yeah um uh but so we were like okay we're going to test this. And my friend, again, she was very open in the hands and mm-hmm. she could like uh, hand channel. So she would sit and type. She started sitting and typing all this stuff that she was getting. I had figured out that I could do this thing without her, which I didn't even know that I could oh. do the channeling without her, like back yeah. up. In, I'm back up in LA. I thought yeah. I needed to be with her. Wow. To, to be able to do it. Yeah, but then like with our powers combined. Yes, together yeah. we are. Your wonder twin powers activate. You know, so, but I had sort of had something happen up in L.A. where um, I realized I could do it by myself. Mm-hmm. So we were like, okay, let's like, we got to test this out. We're going to find out if this is legit, right? Yeah. And um, so we gave ourselves a test. and But we weren't re- ridiculous about it. We were like, she was going to type out channel her spirit name right individually in san diego and then i the name of the the person that she channels just her spirit name like you know what's your spirit name kind of thing the oh, name the name okay. of who you are in spirit sure 
which never is, thought about that. No. Which is, you know, that's <laughs> it's kind of a 101 spirituality thing, which mm. we can talk about later because yeah. that's like, but this was the, this was the challenge. Okay. So like, okay. what's your spirit name, you know? Yeah. And, you know, and then I'm going to go do it. And I'm going to verbally channel it. And then if we're really channeling the same entities, we should be able to get it. Yeah. Right. But we're not like first go. Right. Yeah. We were like 10 goes. We should be able to get it in 10 goes. Right. Uh And there's a million zillion names out there. Right. There's like so many names. Right. So many names. So she went and typed it out. San Diego. I'm in LA. What, you know, one of my, my, roommate who was into the stuff but not opening up I think I channeled for her I got the name I got the first name and I can't remember what it was and she was like we talked on the phone and she was like no I'm like okay no try again back, yeah, yeah back to the drawing board so I went back with somebody else I channeled another name and she was like I got two names and she was like was like I think it was like I don't know, Jasper and Jemima or something like that. I can't remember. And she was like, no, no. She was like, but you're in the same, you've got the letter right, right, huh. the first name of the letter. Uh-huh. But we're all like, come on, we got to figure out if this is for real or not. Like, get on the phone. <laughs> so she was, you know, she was really like. No, she was just like, we got to figure this out. Like, once and for all, is this really happening? Like, yeah. or is this just ridiculous? So we got on the phone together and this time I channeled for her and I was nervous as hell. I was so stressed out mm. because now if the beings are speaking through me, and this is why it's a little bit different from reading cards and stuff, it's like when the beings are speaking right through you, it feels like there's a lot more onus on them being 100% right. Like I can do readings and be like, it feels like this is happening. But when the being is speaking through you, it feels really the pressure is way greater with channeling. I think than like, if you know, I can kind of hedge it a little bit. You've got to make sure that you're getting the message right. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. if not, you are completely insane. That's Mm -hmm. the other aspect Mm -hmm. that you're just like (laughs) completely mad. You know, that's really this whole process is weighing up. Am I delusional yeah. creating this thing that's happening or is something really actually happening? So she got on the phone and she was like, come on, like, you know, um, why are we only getting information we already know? Like, why is, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then they kind of went into this explanation and then they said, and by the way, your spirit name is Jezebel. Jezebel. And the phone went totally silent. And I'm sitting in in the trance, mm-hmm. freaking out, freaking out. And then they go, is that the name that you received? And she was like, yes. So that was like this really big, big event yeah. of confirmation. And it wasn't a ridiculous test, but it was still a pretty big test. Like yeah. there's a lot of names out there. Yeah. And even if you go, okay, I had the J right now, but still. The way it came out. And I think what had actually had to happen for us to believe it was that she was the one who needed to be on the phone when when it came. Oh, and sure. it might have been the connection of us together that yeah. just sort of opened it and that piece of information could drop through. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But then we were like, we were both like at that point, like, holy shit, like this is this is crazy. And then then we kept talking on the phone and then we were 
she was more like, I guess she was talking to them still on the phone. Like, why, you know, why do we, why do, like, yeah, why are we just getting this kind of Abraham Hicks redux stuff going on? And they said, if we just put everything in your brain and you're not ready for this, it's going to feel like this. And we both, she's in San Diego, I'm in LA, just, it was like when Darth Vader does the force on someone, we were both just like, ah, <laughs> this like instant pressure headache thing going, ah, we're like, okay, okay, we get it. We're not ready. We're not wow. ready. Yeah, for real. So they were just like, this just your brain is not ready for this. Like yeah. your consciousness, your brain is yeah. not ready for this. And then, again, this is a whole thing. Abilities are not just, oh, I just switch it on and I'm this. Mm -hmm. There is these mm -hmm. biological factors mm -hmm. of why I can pick up on some kind of frequency and interpret it into something that is a, is a congruent piece of reality, if that makes sense, why I can get a name, why I can get, mm. you know. And it was really just... The more you believe it, and it was also because other people were saying they could feel the energy, that was the big thing for me to like relax into it and yeah. trust into it and believe it. And I had another great friend that we would just hang out. I would go over there and I would just bring in the energies and she didn't, she didn't, she would ask questions, but she was always very supportive and very just allowing it to happen and I could yeah. relax more. I've got another story about why it was so hard for me to relax, but we won't get into it today. But, um, but and, and for hours sometimes we would just sit there and the energy would just run and it was all just preparing, like, you know, rewiring things, doing, mm. doing stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And so it was like a long process before... I mean, I sort of started seeing clients a little bit, mm -hmm. but this that whole process of bringing something into the world that is is yeah. actually helpful, yeah, <laughs> and you know, worth charging money for or whatever. Right. It's like you're going to cosmic college for a while before you yeah. can have your job in the cosmic office. Yeah. yeah, and people should have that. I I believe people should have that integrity and and understand that. Um, that aspect of it, mm -hmm. yeah. And people who are around people who are developing shouldn't be holding ridiculous expectations mm -hmm. on them. Mm -hmm. you, you you don't sit a baby down, you know, at a piano and it can play Chopin. Yeah. You know, you yeah. don't have a baby. And really, you said before, it's like a language. Mm. Energy because, you know, even saying the word spiritual makes it this sort of like, like this more like sort of you know energy is energy it's like a it's a it's a creating what am I trying to say here it's kind of a building block of 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 experience it, it, it isn't this oh you're better than me or it's not a holy thing I mean it's holy in a way and it's like kind of I, you know what I'm saying it's 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 also just a practical thing yeah you know how energy works is just a system of how it works mm. and how we learn to interpret includes biological. It's a language. So mm. a baby, when babies come out of the womb, they don't speak five languages. Mm -hmm. They mm -hmm. hear mm -hmm. things repetitively, repetitively. Yeah. The neural yeah. pathways form. Then it all starts to be, you know, being able to be put together into some congruent thing. They form a sentence. They form a paragraph. And that's the same thing with energy. When you... Some, when you become energetically attuned, 
you are taking all of that and you're learning to interpret it and eventually you develop this, you know, yes, boom, my my system blew over, but particularly something like channeling where you're interpreting ideas. Yeah. Um, the healing hand stuff came kind of quick, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. the breaking down information and stuff that I couldn't know and stuff, that's that's like a different kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think that we've been... I don't want to say trained, but kind of subtly trained over time to lose our magic and to lose touch with things that aren't as tangible, you know, like they say that, um, kids haven't closed that door. They haven't learned to close that door yet. So they're really open and they can see things and feel things. But as adults, yeah, we're just, um, unless, you know, unless we've always had, if we were, you know, raised in a particularly spiritually open, open home, fan, which yeah. a lot of people aren't, but some yeah. people are. Some people are. Um, yeah, I think a lot of those channels are just kind of closed off. And it doesn't mean you can't reopen them, but. Um, it's a bit of a problem. And I will yeah. say that, I mean, I think, you know, I have a lot of younger friends in the skydiving mm-hmm. world. And they're so, and this is the whole thing about the whole star seedy crystal kit. These are all the people who are here to sort of seed the new consciousness and help with this like evolutionary shift. They're already way more open. Like energetically, it's a lot of the times it's easier for me to hang out with younger people because I can say this stuff and they're not like, real. Like they're not, they don't don't have the judgment of someone from an older generation who has grown up in way more closed off where this was way weirder. I mean, yep. things are, I, I remember in the 70s we had this like kind of hippie uh, religion teacher and he taught us meditation mm-hmm. and we were like, he is such a weirdo. Mm-hmm. Like he was like, the, yep. you know, the weirdo. Remember how yoga was for weirdos? Yeah. You know, meditation was for weirdos, yoga was for weirdos. Yeah. Astrology then was astrology for weirdos. Astrology for weirdos. Forget about and, it. Yeah. And it's all now yoga is totally accepted. Meditation's yeah. accepted. Like right. it's it is changing. And the younger people coming in are coming in at this way more energetically easier time to be open. And they're agree. still in touch with it. They're like, yeah. I have one friend and she's so buzzy wuzzy. And I can just like we we went on a road trip together and we had to like, you know, share a bed at times and I'd be like, we couldn't lie facing each other because I could just feel her like third eye chakra. <laughs> it's just, we were both just so. We're never going to just sleep. We're never going to just sleep. Could you shut down your heart chakra? You're just so buzzy over there. <laughs> and they're just, and, oh, she's darling. So anyway, but we would we, actually would yeah, have to go and to sleep. Back. Oh, no, on the couch. Oh. Or yeah, be like, you go sleep on the couch tonight. <laughs> just shut your chakras sleep. down. Yeah. You're driving me crazy. So. It's heaps easier, you know, mm. the, for for the younger people who are already. I see that there's, you know, celebs like young singers out there now who are all like, "Yeah, my chakras are really acting up today," and mm-hmm. it's so easy for them. There's a lot more acceptance, yeah. But for some of them, there still isn't because they they're born into families that are like, yeah. you know, shut off or, or whatever. Right. Um, but then there's just that thing like, how do I use this mindfully? What am I here to do with it? What yeah. is you know what what is going on yeah. with the what world? Does it all mean? The millennials are you know they're little buzzy wuzzy woo woos. I love them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they are, huh? Yeah. So lots of stages to yeah. to. Um, kind of work through and then 
you do, even if you just want to be a channel and be like they do the work, mm. like they do the sessions and I am me, I still have had to go through a lot of personal development work and attain my own my own certain level of, of the mastery over myself, which right. is another reason why I, why I skydive. Actually, it's mm-hmm. kind of one of the one of the things that I do to keep pushing my edge wow. to reveal to myself where the weaknesses are in my psychology. Wow. Yeah, but we'll talk about that another yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> another yeah. day. So, oh, I think we covered a lot. What? Uh, oh yeah. Yeah. That was the big boom, like, of, you know, part of the development that happened. And we'll definitely bring on in, I think, the circle will come in sometime soon. And if you want to, but if you want to actually hear the recordings of the circle and hear some oh, of that information. There's so many good ones. There's so many good ones. Website. Go to the website. And that, then when you hear, like, I'm joking around here and stuff, but then you kind of hear that wisdom, knowledge and base and feel the frequencies. A lot of people I know out there who are energetically sensitive yeah. will feel the frequencies. And yeah. it can be hard to stay awake during yeah, the recording. I was just going to say, yeah. you're lucky you may get through one yeah because i put them on and i'm just like all systems by yeah yeah because they're the, the energy is here to short circuit the egoic mind wow so our consciousness mm. can move in and take us to a new level of existence yeah but one, one quick thing i mm. actually wanted to ask um like you know we're talking about how everyone whether they know it or not i don't know everyone's feeling this shift Mm. in consciousness and people are having many awakenings or Mm -hmm. maybe even huge awakenings Mm. but you said something a second ago about if you decide to channel so i mean you can go and train to channel okay yeah like it's not um and i think again it's like varying degrees like everyone can play chopsticks but do you have the interest? Yeah. Do you have a real connection to it to become a, a master yeah. piano player? Mm-hmm. Like there's, I think there's more in the makeup of who you are. Yeah. That's beyond, you know, again, that's why I kind of try and move away from the word gift because, I, you know, I want to encourage this idea of mastery. Right. But people can definitely, I think, have more innate attunement or adeptship. Right. For certain things, but just get like, you've got a thing, Mm -hmm. right? It Mm -hmm. might not be channeling. Some people are great at mediumship. Like like, you don't have to do it all. Right. right. And you can kind of work on the ones you have an affinity for. And I will say that the thing, things that you're good at or have attunement in 3D may be the thing that it's like because that part of your brain is already really developed right mm-hmm. so for me obviously because I hate to talk <laughs> awkward. awkward but you know my my brain and my communication skills in the 3d are already pretty high mm-hmm. so then for me to verbally channel isn't it's just keeping on developing those neural pathways for the new new sets yeah. of experiences you know um I also feel a lot of stuff in my body. I'm, I'm a tactile person. I'm a big on the hugs, that kind of thing. Yeah. So I do feel things in my body a lot. And you said something earlier, which was funny about, oh, how just seeing different things would is too much for you. And you actually do wear glasses. So that might not be necessarily, I'm not saying you can't do it, mm-hmm. but being 
visual Mm -hmm. may not be a strength, Mm -hmm. but if you're more auditory, then Mm -hmm. hearing, you know, if you're tuned to, but you are visual in that. So I don't want to say anything that's. But then I also feel there's a hands thing happening and I'm not quite sure what that's all about. Yeah, getting the tingles. But I do. I make things, I've always yeah. made things, so I feel like there is a lot of power in my hands, I, but I, yeah. I don't know what that means. Yeah, yeah, no, and but, that's so yeah. I would encourage if people want to develop their skills, go, yeah. okay, well, where am I already pretty strong? Yeah. You know, am I a painter, I'm really visual, am I a musician? You know, am I tuned to music and tonality and that's it? You're already, you're already well-tuned on that level yeah right yeah, yeah, yeah. so it's it's going to be easier hone. yeah hone mm-hmm. like just keep honing on up the scale yeah. and things will i think i think that's that's a, like a helpful thing there's no yeah, people I be like so if you're not a tactile person at all if you don't like being touched then yeah healing hands may not be your thing right. even when i read the tarot cards i think as you know i don't I'll look at them with my eyes, but I actually put my hands over the cards and I feel Mm -hmm. read, Mm -hmm. I read feel. Mm -hmm. Or if I touch someone, even though I do that much hands-on healing, like I'll do it for my friend, the skydiver's are always injured. (laughs) I was like, come over here, let me heal you, (laughs) like my child. Um, You know, and then then I'll feel like probably if there's something emotionally going on in there as well Mm -hmm. or whatever, I'll just feel it. So... So it's like and kind I of wonder, touch. Do you think um, automatic writing falls into a hand thing? Absolutely. It could right? be, yeah. Like yeah. my friend. I've you know, never played with that. But. I think actually um, typing can be nice mm. because if you can get typing, I think, I don't know, like I'm not going to give rulesies about yeah, things or not, but right. I, I, for me personally I feel like the thing of the pen adds a friction there Mm. that might be interfering with that energy just kind of flowing through whereas typing is a lot more if you're a fast enough typer a lot more kind of like a direct because these you know you just want the fastest conduit like but you want the least amount of time for your mind to get in the way and start Mm -hmm. analyzing Mm -hmm. and judging and criticizing you just want like when the circle come in i mean they knock me out yeah i'm not i i am conscious yeah but like if they're channeling about something i might be in there going oh why don't you tell them this like why don't and they won't say they won't they will you know they will not say what i'm saying in my head that they should say they take control of my my mouth and even if we were like i'll know when they'll want to come in and talk on the podcast because they'll start to control my mouth so i will have to shut the fuck up (laughs) so they can come through yeah crazy yeah so go with if you're listening out there go with your skills Mm -hmm. go with go with what you're drawn to crystals honestly and i don't look like a hippy dippy Mm -hmm. type but i do believe in crystals having the power to help us attune and when i had my event I was just buying them left right and center I had to have them mm-hmm. I was like okay this one my the, the guards had expensive taste I tell you be like oh this $80 <laughs> amethyst bowl oh this you know yeah I'm like can't we I was so glad when they picked some selenite which was only like five dollars for this huge piece <laughs> so I was like thanks <laughs> finally but now you're speaking my language now yeah can we bargain basement this cosmic stuff but you know so that, that, but i do believe the crystals were helping and tune my energy system yeah. as part of it so yeah. just getting those but crystals in the hands on the chakras yeah. for sure yeah. i mean it's up you know 
Crystal I actually did a chakra balancing meditation with someone recently where she had us anoint our chakras with different oils. Mm. That, that was something I'd never done before. Mm. I was like, oh, that's cool. The power of smell. It's all know. frequency. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And yeah. so, so even for a practitioner mm. who like, if she has naturally a strong olfactory smell, She's, she's going to be more attuned to maybe something like essential oils, yeah. you know, because they, you can pick up the vibration or you just have like this connection or the knowingness to work with that. Yeah. You know, so, you know, so work with what you got, work with what you're drawn with. Yeah. Don't judge yourself and we'll, we'll get into the, you know, the learning how to really love yourself. It's kind of corny, but you got to do a lot of that to be yeah. a clear channel, a lot of self-acceptance yeah. and don't put pressure on yourself. Think of it as, you know, you're just learning how to play the piccolo. And yeah, this is not a, if you're going to prove you got it, this gift that this like completely like people make mistakes on the piccolo, you know, while they're yeah. learning. Of yeah. course they make mistakes. And yeah. even you're even as you get better. Yeah. So you're looking more for like a pretty good batting average, mm-hmm. in my opinion, in yeah. my, you know, as, as things. So. That being said, I think we can probably wrap this one up. Wrap it up. Wrap it up. It's been fantastic going down the rabbit hole, yeah. hopefully helping some some little star seeds and yeah. crystal people and people who love those people understand it a little bit better. Yep. And, uh, you know, come out of the cosmic closet. Give yourself, you know, take it for a spin. Yeah. It's not so bad. Not so bad. Super fun. We're going to talk more about the magic bits <laughs> next week. All right. Lots of love. Hey, guys. Thanks so much for joining us for Coming Out of the Cosmic Closet. Make sure you check out all the cool stuff that I and the Circle of Light are doing over at circleevolution.com. And be sure to visit themarslab.com to see what my offerings are all about. So much beautiful stuff. And we'll see you for the next episode of Coming Out of the Cosmic Closet. Please make sure that you subscribe, rate, review, tell a friend. Yeah. Pass it on. We appreciate it. Yeah. Bye. Thank you. Bye.